one of our philosophies, but you can feel secure knowing in this family, we're gonna move on to different levels. We're gonna rise to every occasion. If that means we have to grow, change, develop, or be something, we're gonna make that happen. If God has put it in our heart to accomplish something, we're gonna go out there and do it. And we're gonna do it together. Hello everyone, we are Greg and Jackie Francis, and welcome to High Performance Parenting, where our passionate goal is to encourage you to raise champion children in a crazy world. Every week, we will bring you multiple episodes from our extensive experience of raising our six, <laughs> yeah, six, happy, healthy, successful, godly kids who are confidently equipped to win big in life. We deeply believe that any parent who is provided with the right knowledge and continual support can raise amazing kids. And when they do, all of our futures get better. If raising up future generations of absolute champions matters to you as much as it does to us, here's how you can contribute. Like and share this podcast with everyone you know. And together, let's embrace this journey of raising champion kids in a crazy world. Okay, episode 18. We are continuing our conversation around just the overall philosophy of parents being on the same page. Um, And we're going to list out a number of different categories and we're going to take some episodes and we're going to probably go through each category uh, just to be able to give some clarity on how we came to some of our decisions. Because again, you know, we are always interested in knowing that our children will be listening to this down the road when they're becoming new parents. And so, you know, it, it was good. You were, you were finishing up the last one talking about how we have to learn how to start healing from some of our past stuff. Because the reality is whatever stuff you don't deal with in your generation, you automatically hand off to the next generation. And that can be anything from, you know, just like anger or resentment or just a, a, maybe a lack of spiritual foundation or you name it, just name the thing. And so... You know, sometimes you can be resentful, like, why do I have to deal with this? You know, I kind of grew up this way. I know I felt like that for a long time. I felt like, why? I have such a desire to be better at so many things. And, and, but yet I feel like I have to start 10 steps behind where a normal foundation would be. And it puts, I have to put so much effort in to get just back to zero in order to be able to then grow. And I used to have a lot of resentment. You know what? At one point, I had a friend of mine named Colin. He just said, you know, the, the last card you ever want to keep in your hand, no matter what game you're playing, is a victim card. <laughs> and he said, because nobody ever wins with a victim card in their hand. And I didn't even really think about it, how much of a victim I was allowing myself to feel like. And when you feel like a victim, you spend all your energy trying to just figure out how to effectively blame whoever wronged you or hurt you or whatever, instead of putting all that energy towards, how do I just fix this? It is what it is. You know, that's one of our favorite sayings, right? When we deal with situations, it is what it is. Now, what are we going to do? Right. And I think that's the coolest thing is that we got to start figuring that out for us. Mm -hmm. You know, and some of our philosophy when it comes to being on the same page has come from us, you know, first of all, doing it wrong. That's the first thing. Cause then we have to kind of go back and re refigure what's going to work right for us. But um, some of the reasons we talk about being on the same page is that, you know, husbands and wives, when you have these beautiful children that are a gift from God, you know, I think each and every one of us looks at them and we just think to ourselves, we just want to do it all perfect. Mm -hmm. We just, I can't believe I was given this gift. Yeah. And, and so the minute, you know, we remember that we need to remember it every single day, even when it's hard sometimes, but you got to put some boundaries up and you have to put some guardrails up to keep you in a line so that you do remember the gift that you've been given. Otherwise you can forget it. You know, it's just like a a great marriage. You know, you remember the day you get married 
you know, you have nothing but your future together. And then the years go by and you start getting angered about things and getting off track and stuff. You got to put those guardrails back up. So that's what we did. We, we started putting some guardrails up, uh, for on days that especially, um, Greg and I don't have a chance to communicate about everything on days when like, um, maybe we're not on the same page about stuff on days when we just want to make sure that we can count on each other to do what each of us would consider the right decision in our family. You know, uh, we put guardrails up so that we don't waver no matter what we hear from anybody else, that we always come back to the the unified decision that you and I have made. Um, and that we've always tried our best to sit there and prayerfully think about what's best from God's perspective. Um, of course, we haven't been perfect, but we sure have tried. And every day we're seeking out better people to be around to remind us of what God wants in our life for us and what we also need to do to be the blessing in everybody else's life. So we've definitely done that to keep ourselves in line with our philosophy. Right. So, so, so step one, as we started to mention last time is, you know, we had to decide between the two of us, we're going to create new normals. Like we're going to kind of, we're going to not ever be dishonoring to our parents in any way, shape or form, but we're also going to be open to realizing that they maybe didn't do everything perfect. And so because of that, how do we get more in alignment with what God's will is towards every one of these categories we're going to mention, even if it is in disagreement with some of the things we grew up with, okay? And again, I can't stress that enough because I feel like there's so many people out there that they don't know how to disagree with someone that they love. And because of that, it holds them back and it repeats things that shouldn't be repeated, you know, it's like, well, if I do this, if I if I choose to handle discipline different than my parents did and they disagree with me now, that's going to create weirdness between us. And I don't want weirdness between us. So maybe I'll just kind of do it their way, even though the, the Bible might say to do it completely different. You know, for us, part of our new normal was like whenever those kind of situations happen, we are going to stick together and we're going to do it God's way, you know? And like you said, we haven't done this perfect. We've done it really wrong a lot, but it keep we keep going back to it. We keep going back to, okay, well, how can we get this more on track, more in alignment? Because the reality is, if there's one thing that I can tell you that I know for me personally, I bet you'd agree with this, that I can honestly attest to is that whenever I do anything in my life that gets more in alignment with how God says to do something, that's where fruit is produced. Like every single time, even in areas that I don't even know how to get this area to move forward or become healthier, if I'll just go to the word and say, all right, God, what do you say to do about this? And even if I don't even get it, I just do it. It's amazing how much more fruit starts showing up. And I think that's so much of a big part of just of kingdom living is just getting alignment with what God's will is and taking the action based on what he instructs us to do and then watching what happens and allowing that fruit to enter our lives. Right. And so that's why we came up with a couple of reasons why we want to stay in our own philosophy. You know, number one, every time we stick to uh, the core of our parenting decisions, um, there's peace in our household. You know, there's definitely peace. Um, you know, I think that peace just gives each and every person the ability to be exactly who they want to be. Um, and that allows us each to develop into who we ultimately want to be. You know, and so I just think peace in a household doesn't mean there's not arguing periodically. That's not, that's a fake idea. But what it really means is that we all know that we're meant to be here. This is where we all belong. This is our home. This is where we can take our armor off. This is where we can be ourselves. Yeah. This is where nobody's going to make fun of us. Yeah. This is where we're going to have fun together and we're going to have good days and bad days together, but we're always going to be together. Right. 
and you are welcomed coming just like you are. Whether you're in a, um, a really good, healthy place right now in our family or if you're working through something. Yeah. Because not only have we gone through seasons of working on things with ourselves, our kids are going through things all the time working on themselves. And having peace in your household means that not every day are you waking up with this fear that you're not where you're supposed to be mm-hmm. and that you have to behave a certain way to fit in mm-hmm. or that you have to do certain things to fit in. Yeah. And so that's really important in our house is yeah. to have the peace in our household. Yeah. I mean, we, we really for sure love everybody where they're at with also it, it directly complimented with, we also are going to love you so much. We're not going to let you just stay where sure. you're at. We're going to keep helping you grow into what God designed you to be. But we don't do just one or the other. No, you we, know, we do we both. Don't. And this brings our next one is security and knowing that we're all going to move forward. Yeah. I mean, that's one thing that uh, you can count on in our family is that one of our philosophies is that you can feel secure knowing in this family, we're going to move on to different levels. Yeah. We're going to rise to every occasion. If that means we have to grow, change, develop, or be something, we're going to make that happen. If God has put it in our heart to accomplish something, we're going to go out there and do it. And we're going to do it together. And that's one of our things is we're going to do it together. Yeah, that's good. You know, another one I was thinking about is how about unity? How important is it for husband and wives to be unified in their decisions they're making on with their kids? Mm-hmm. I mean, I think that's, you kind of said a little bit about it earlier, but your dad would have one philosophy, your mom would have the other philosophy, and maybe they didn't discuss it ahead of time to be on the same page. And so you, what, where do you go? Yeah. Do you side with mom or do you side with dad? And, and then whatever one you do, if your parents are not in a mature, healthy place, then you let somebody down and then somebody's probably withholding love from you. Sure. Which ultimately does not breed peace and does not bring security in your heart. Right. 100%. And so making sure that we have unity in our family, knowing that first of all, the kids can count mom and dad are on the same page. When mom and dad are making a decision, whether mom is saying it or dad is saying it, we've got each other's back on that. You know, and that's really important in our household. Even if sometimes Greg may do or say something I don't agree with at the time, I would have a separate conversation with you about that and be like, you know, I really don't know if that was the best thing. Here's kind of the background of what was happening. How many times do you think this actually happened? What would you say? <laughs> You're setting me up. <laughs> <laughs> You're trying to be nice right now. Too many you know to count. I don't, to want, I don't want to embarrass you. And, uh, well, well, I, think I don't just, want to I'm, go there. I mean, it's a little humor break for one. Oh. But another thing is, like, I don't want people out there thinking, yeah, we got married and we we're just like, hey, you know what? We're coming with a new normal. Let's go hash this thing out. We spent, you know, a half hour getting a cup of coffee, made a list, and we've been on the same page ever since. No. <laughs> it's been. No, it's... you've been off track for a long time, babe. I had to help out. It took me a lot of time to help convince you the right side. I, I'm not even denying that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> At least you're being honest. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, but the, the point is like, you know, as we talk about this stuff, these are things that keep, it's, I guess it's like part of our normal is, is that we're going to keep working to create a great new normal. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> as crazy as it is sometimes. Yeah. As much as we have to work through our past stuff, as much as we do tendencies towards things, you know, as much as we have all this stuff built into us for years, you know, like there's all that, it, it all keeps showing up. It still keeps showing up. You know, at this time we're doing this, I'm, I'm 49 and you're, I think, I'm uh, 48 and a half. Or, I oh. am not 48 and a half. <laughs> you are so much older than me. <laughs> Only in maturity. 
<laughs> wow. Anyways, we can we end the session back. now. Everybody already knows back. you're just <laughs> making junk up at this point, you know? Uh, all right. Anyways, but, you know, there's still stuff we're working out, but part of our new normal is everything you're saying, you know, that's part of the fruit that comes with it, the unity, the safety, the health, uh, confidence. Did you have any more that you wanted to mention? Well, and I just think then also when it comes to the unity with it is com- comes with the ultimate knowing that you're always going to be loved. You know, even if you've made mistakes in our family, and everybody has, and I'm sure as time goes on, we'll explain some of those. But like each and every single one of us have made mistakes. None of us are perfect, but children make mistakes. Adults make mistakes. Mm -hmm. Like there are mistakes that happen on a regular, we're living together. I mean, like, you know how you have all these friends and you think, oh my gosh, it'd be so fun to go hang out with them. But then you think, I don't know if I could live with them. Well, when you have your family, you don't get a choice. You know, we all have to live together. All of our personalities, you know, all of our different emotions, all of our different love languages, you know, all of it. We all have to live together every single day, you know? And so naturally, all of us are going to do things and people in our family know that no matter what, you're going to be loved through it. Now, it might be a hard season if you have to make some corrections in your life, but you're going to be loved through that whole correction time. There might be a season when you're doing really well. Like you feel like you're kind of on track with a lot of stuff. You're going to be loved through that. And we're never going to compare. That's one of the biggest things is, you know, obviously with having six kids and then, um, us, you know, eight people in our family. I mean, there's no comparing. Nobody is better at anything than anybody else. Now, some people might have some ability because they've worked on it to do well in certain sports or better at certain subjects because they really enjoy it and stuff like that. But that doesn't mean that you are better than me. Mm-hmm. Or that she is better than you. Everybody is welcome to be loved who they are in our family. And you should be reminded of it. I mean, we were just in the car today at our, our littlest. She's four. And I literally can't tell you how many times a day she either tells me she loves me or tells anybody in the family she loves them. She goes through everybody's name when we're in the car, <laughs> tells each person individually that she loves them. But ultimately, she wants to know that she's loved too. <laughs> yeah. was it. When was that? A couple of days ago. And she's so sweet. Because especially when she starts getting a little bit tired. Like it's almost getting to be nap yeah, time. Yeah, we're driving like around or something. And then she's like, I love you, mommy. And then yeah. you'll say, I love you, hon. And then uh, she'll, she'll, just say, the she'll say, I love you the most. And then yeah. you kind of go back and forth. We go back and but forth. But then she'll do it with the other kids. Um, but this one time, <laughs> she goes, I love you, everyone. Like that. And like the whole car just goes, I love you too, Hunter. Like yeah. that. But I didn't. Like yeah. I was... I think I was driving focused on driving yeah. and literally she like paused and she goes, dad didn't say anything. <laughs> and I'm like, I love you. Like, you know, when you have seven other people or wait, six other people, you know, besides Hunter and I talking all at the same time, I can't believe she even picked up that I didn't, but she's sharp as a whip. And then of course, you know, I, I just assured her that I do. And she's just a sweetheart, but yeah. yeah. And I think that's, again, that comes back down to, again, our philosophy is feeling secure and yeah. being loved, you know, and even, especially after somebody maybe has done something that does not line up with their character mm-hmm. of who they are, right? you know, especially then we need to reassure everybody in our, our family that you are loved. And that goes in all aspects of our life. And, um, I just think it's so important because again, you're right. We didn't just sit down and 30 minutes later we came up with this. We've had to remind each other. I mean, we already have all agreed that grade made a lot of mistakes at one point. So I've had to get him back into track. You're and, welcome. 
for me. No, you're welcome. <laughs> you're welcome for the experiences. Oh, <laughs> of course. Honey, that's how you learn. Yeah, from yeah, your you, experiences. You don't learn just from winning. I mean, we got to lose a couple things here and there. And, you know, if I have to bring that to the table for you, then I will. Well, thank you for being unified with me on it. I really appreciate that. <laughs> okay. Well, anyways, just wrapping up this overall philosophy in the next episode here, we're going to go through, just rattle off some topics that we'll jump yeah. into. And, you know, some of this we're doing off the cuff, by the way. Um, we don't have this perfectly planned out, but that was always our intention with this podcast was just to be real and, you know, just be very kind of transparent and sometimes just talk from the cuff because I think some of those are, those are some of the best talks. They're not just some regurgitated thing you read somewhere. They're actually real life, you know, what we're living. Um, I'll say this, I think, uh, probably, you know, one more thing I'll say about creating a new normal for yourselves is I, for those out there that are listening, I, I want to challenge you hard to take this serious, even if you're really scared to do it. Cause I know for a long time, I don't think because it was because, um, and you've heard me say this before, but there's so many parts of my life coming from a level of dysfunction that all I learned was what not to do. So there, like a lot of what my new normal was going to be revolved around was, I know I don't want to do this. I know I don't want to do that. I know I don't want things to look like that. I don't want people to feel like that. I, I learned a lot of like, man, just like, I don't want those things. But I never really had anything modeled for me of what to do, mm -hmm. even though you kind of know it's like the opposite of that, yeah. but you've never actually seen it or experienced it or lived it. So, so I know for me, there's a lot of fear of, I want to create this new normal, but I don't really know how to do it. So then because I don't know how to do it and I'm doing it with these beautiful little kids that are looking at me like I'm their everything and I'm terrified to, you know, hurt them or screw them up in any way possible. You know, I'm sitting here like thinking, gosh, I am like double down scared here, you know, because I, I don't know if I'm going to make this, but I want to challenge everybody out there and really just encourage you that if you just make the decision, you're going to tr try to create a new normal. You're going to get in unity with your spouse. You guys are going to, you're going to, you're going to positively conflict with each other in order to get to a point of unity. I'm telling you, God's going to bless that and it won't be perfect. And mm -hmm. you might need to kind of make adjustments over time. You might need to kind of do it and have some experiences and be like, okay, well, we thought this, but let's revisit this a little bit. Let's still, you know, maybe we need to do this a little different. I mean, we've been doing that for 14 years. Like, like we kind of think we know what to do and then we actually do it because you have to go live it. And then we're like, well, that kind of went different than we thought. And it wasn't how I played out my mind. So let's try to adjust this. What do you think? Do you agree with me? And right. we would just get an agreement. You know, I like how you just said positive conflict. So we have, we have positive conflict. I think so. Yeah. Let <laughs> me call it positive friction, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> I mean, but it, but it's good, right? It's like chipping away at all the rough yeah. edges on each of us. You know, sometimes it's from you and I just kind of rubbing up against each other. You know what I mean? With, with our different ideas on things, but it kind of knocks the rough edges off all of it. And it makes us all really come together and, and mold together. So, yeah. So anyways, but just choose to do it is the yeah. point. Choose to take this serious. Choose, you know, if I could tell anybody uh, like a really um, good exercise for you would be to make a list of every kind of topic you can think of in parenting, you know, and we'll go through some in the next episode and then like ask yourself, do you guys agree on this? You know, and the ones you don't, make sure you star them. And let it be something you do over time where you start really talking these through. Maybe you start getting some resources from some people with some fruit in the tree, you know, some health. We could suggest some things on here Absolutely. as well. And then you start kind of reading these resources and learning and, you know, taking it to the, to 
to God, you know, learning from the Holy Spirit, but then kind of getting to a point where you start creating your normal. So anyways, we'll continue this in the next one. Hey everyone, thanks for listening and thanks for your love and support. We hope that today's episode added tremendous value to you and your family. It would mean so much to us if you would partner with us on our mission of helping parents around the globe raise champion children in this crazy world. To do so, simply take a moment to like and share this podcast with everyone in your network. And we have great news. You get more of us. You can expect new episodes every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday mornings. So be sure to consistently tune in with us and enjoy our show. See you next time. Thank you.